0: what's up guys welcome to another episode of cheer up today on the podcast i have ronnie walker he is a uh former bartow cheerleader um he also cheered at the university of west georgia and then doing a full round circle back to coaching his uh old high school team bartow um this is a I mean, I love this conversation with Ronnie because he showed me he I listened to his story and I love how everybody's story is different, where they came from and where they're at right now. He's been through a lot and he's been coaching and as an athlete at several different gyms where he's he's learned different things and he's passing this on to you. Uh, So I just I can't wait to share this podcast with you. But first, I just want to mention Elusive Apparel for sending me. Cool this cool gear this sweater. I don't know if you can see the logo, but it has a big cheer up it Has a big cheer up podcast logo. Then they sent me this black shirt And this cool lightwear jacket. I Just want to say thank you for uh, thank you to elusive for sending me all this gear I appreciate you guys and um, If I'll leave their information in the description below if you guys check them out You need some gear. Hey, uh, pretty cool stuff. Anyway, and without further ado, here's my conversation with Ronnie Walker. What's up, guys? Welcome to another episode of Cheer Up. Today on the podcast, um, I have a super special guest with me. His name is Ronnie Walker. He is a former cheerleader for Batou High School, cheered and coached Brandon All-Stars, cheered for the University of West, uh, West Georgia. And now his life has done a full circle and now coaches at one of the top high schools that cheerleading has seen, Barto Jello Jackets. Yellow Jackets. Welcome to the podcast, Ronnie.
1: Yeah. What's up, everybody? <laughs> <laughs> it's excited to be here, man. Thanks for having me today.
0: <laughs> yeah, man. No problem. Thank you for being here. Thank you for taking the time to do this. Um, I just uh, remember when I uh, first asked you, uh shot you a dm and said dude i see the passion you have for cheerleading and and mm-hmm. uh i just wanted to have you on man i just want to have a, a, a story i know everybody has a story to tell and uh i'm intrigued by yours especially coming sure. from bartow i want to <laughs> oh, yeah. see i want to see what that you know that's like and uh yeah man what it takes to be a bartow cheerleader you know yeah. so let me ask you this Let me let's start with how i start everybody's podcast with this question um tell me about walk me through your journey um and how you started cheerleading
1: uh, yeah so um great question um, um I started at Bartow as you said earlier um I believe it was the uh, end of my junior year I started um gaining some interest because of coach Jolliffe he was my um, reading teacher at the time was also the coach so you know she was always putting that bug in my ear you know just come and try it and at the time I was playing basketball and football um, and so you know go headed into my senior year um, I was actually um, leaving school one day and saw them practicing and like you know what um, I should go over there you know just to introduce myself to people you know team and like I go over there and you know start talking and before you know it I'm over there you know doing tall's hands I end up staying for the whole practice like outside and You know, from there, it's just, you know, it it was what it was. (laughs) So (laughs) it's kind of awesome. I I love it.
0: Wow. So you were playing basketball and football. How old were you when you were?
1: I think 17. 17.
0: So you started late. Late, yeah. As far as cheerleader goes.
1: Yeah. Um, I had already done, like, you know, flips in the backyard, just messing around with my brothers, you know, when we were growing up. But nothing too serious, but, you know. (laughs)
0: yeah nothing like technical and all that (laughs) not at all so how was it starting your cheerleader career at 17 when others have you know started so so much younger especially with tumbling and you know and tossing how how was that
1: um at first you know I did feel you know I was behind of course um but you know that never like deterred me or pushed me away you know I was always that person that was determined to get better from the moment I walked through um that door, you know, it was like I was always wanting to get reps and get better. But um, you know, that late start, um, you know, for most people probably would have felt like, oh, you know, I'm never gonna get better at this. But for me it was just like a I gotta grind it out and I've always been that kind of person. Like I wanna, you know, I like to be challenged and this sport definitely challenged me to be better. So love that.
0: <laughs> nice man. No, um so from basketball, you were playing basketball and football at the time? Mm-hmm how was your transition from being a basketball to a football from basketball football to becoming a, a, a cheerleader, especially like with your teammates and mm-hmm. like, how did you like tell your coaches, Hey, I, I'm not going to, bas- I'm not going to play basketball anymore. Or football. I'm going to go cheerleading. How was that?
1: Um, I, You know, it was just never easy, you know, when you're switching and leaving something, you know, to go to a new adventure. Um, But at the end of the day, I think everybody understood. And like, even to this day, you know, some people are saying, man, I'm, Glad you, you know, decided to do it because it ended up, you know, being a great thing for me in the long run. Here I am 13 years later still in the cheer industry, but um, it wasn't easy at first. But, you know, a lot of people, like I said, they understood. And for myself, um, it was a little bit easier to, like, get into the transition, the more support um, that I had behind, you know, family, friends and, you know, just my other fellow teammates that played basketball and football. So that was it.
0: I think that's important when when you mention um, your support that you have. I think that's really important. That plays a big role as far as like with anything, any sport, going into a new sport or leaving a new sport um, or anything in life, like in general, you know, I think that that support system that you have helps you through that. You know what I mean? Um, I there's a I kind of want to mention a little story here that um, I recently uh, had the I don't know. I was listening to a mom and then a, a kid came into the, the gym. Um, I'm not going to say from what school or anything, but he came into the gym and he wanted to put in the work right at, mm-hmm. at this cheer gym. He's brand new to cheerleading, brand new. He was playing baseball mm-hmm. and um, the mom, I was overhearing the mom saying that he wanted to quit cheer because the friends, the teammates, the new teammates at this new place, uh were not being so supportive and uh we're not being so you know coming going from a brand new cheerleader and i don't know if you had this ever happen to you as a coach or a cheerleader you let Mm -hmm. me know but as brand new um cheerleader never done cheer and you go from instead of going to to jv you go to varsity right Mm -hmm. let's say this right this kid's going straight to varsity varsity kids are like a lot older they've been doing it for several years you know and then not feel not feeling welcome by your teammates that's tough have you had anything happen like that to you or to another athlete
1: um yeah i actually have i've had uh, you know i've been around that kind of stuff before where you know somebody came in brand new and you know some people may have felt like that person was so new they didn't you know probably deserve that spot you know coming right in going right to varsity but um those people that were pulled up they end up being pretty dang good at it um but you know you know It's all about what you need for your teams. And, you know, some at the end of the day, I think it's a puzzle piece when you're like doing stuff like that. So like new people come in and like some people fit the puzzle, some people don't. So I think at the end of the day, it's like you got to make that puzzle happen and put it all together for sure.
0: Right. Now, what advice would you give to that kid that doesn't feel welcome, that the the, the teammates are not are not making him feel welcome and part of the team? What advice do you give him if he wants like, you know, because he wants to quit? Mm -hmm. Um, what advice would you give that athlete
1: Uh, for that athlete um, I was just going to say you know man keep shining and keep being yourself at the end of the day that's all you can do Um, you know not everybody's going to accept you right away but you have to keep being yourself and you know um, have those conversations don't be afraid to have those conversations at the end of the day with people you know what can I do or you know maybe it's not them maybe it's that person themselves that you know don't feel right and I feel like, you know, a lot of the times we just need to have conversations with each other to understand each other and just, yeah, like I said, man, keep going, keep doing your thing and, you know, keep shining, being you at the end of the day, that's all you can do is be yourself and shine your light as bright as you can, man, for sure.
0: Yeah. I, it, yeah, you're right about, like I, I, when you said about talking to other, talking to your teammates, I think that's, the that plays a big role too. If you're going to be shy and reserved and going to walk away, yeah you got to talk to your teammates. Um, I have
1: that open conversation for sure.
0: Yeah. And your coaches for sure. Yes. So I'm tell mean. me more about your journey. How, what else? So after, after you started cheering that first transition. Um, yeah, so uh,
1: yeah, going yeah. into my senior year, I started cheering. Um, I ended up, I was going back and forth a lot with um, just, you know, I was home, but I was staying with teammates at the time, like doing some work to kind of help pay for cheer. You know, my mom kind of helped pay for it a little bit, too, but I didn't want her to have to, you know, have that burden because I wasn't the only child, so I wanted to kind of try to do a lot of it myself, and um, that year ended up being great. Um, We ended up winning um, Nationals that year for the first time in 2012, Um, and from there, I I really was like, oh, man, I can even go further with this. Um, So um, I think the middle, getting towards the end of my senior year, I wasn't really focused on, like, going to school afterwards until that moment and I started looking and asking questions about hey where can I go to school and you know is there scholarships and finding out there was scholarships through cheer was just a you know that was awesome so um, yeah ended up getting a scholarship to um, Independence Community College in Kansas uh, myself and uh, I think five other seniors we all went there together cheered there for about two years and then we all graduated of course and you know, when I separated, some went on to the University of Kansas. I went to Pitt State, which is in Kansas, for a year. Um, and then um, around that time was um, the time I was about to uh, – my son was born. So, yeah. Cool. <laughs> I have my son. And so I stayed in Kansas for one more year and then moved a little closer to home um, when I went to University of West Georgia. So, yeah, that was that was it. <laughs> That's quite
0: a journey, man. <laughs> That's awesome. You think Barto prepared you for like college that college cheer life and university?
1: Oh yeah. let me let me just uh, speak on Coach Jolliffe for a minute. If you don't know who she is, then you, you will know. Uh, Lori Jolliffe, head coach from um, Barto. I've uh, been there 21 years, great friend of mine, great role model. I love her to death. Um, she is always, always preparing us for the next steps not just with cheer, but life. Like if you ever step inside that practice room, it's from day one, it says, if you're not prepared to put the team first, you might as well turn around. And she means that every word of it, put your team first and everything you do, not just cheer, you know, taking care of your grades and, you know, doing all that stuff, making sure you keep the practice room clean and doing that. So I think, you know, by the time anybody leaves there, we're all ready for college or getting ready for the real world because it's much more than cheer that's taught at Barton. For sure.
0: Nice. Wow. So I was going to ask you that question later on, but is she one of your role models? Is she one oh, of the persons?
1: For sure. She's uh, probably one of the closest friends I have to this day. Uh, 13 years going strong. I can pick up the phone and, you know, call her about anything, not just your life, you know, I feel like everybody needs that person that they can kind of lean on for advice. And I th- I think if it wasn't for her, um, you know, getting me into cheer. I don't know what I would be doing right now if it wasn't for her. Hence that, really? yeah, for, for sure. Kind of same. Yeah, she was kind of one of the people that saved my life. So real loyal to her and everything. So yeah, A lot of wow <laughs> for sure.
0: And you know, I hear a lot with uh, all the conversations that I've had with uh, other athletes. Like cheerleading has been like an outlet to them, um, and do you feel like cheerleading has brought you um, more, would you say, like more fulfillment into your life and more purpose? Because um, you mentioned she saved your life. Like, I, I, that's pretty big. I, I think that's pretty big. Um, uh, And do you think that she molded you and, you know, gave you purpose as far as cheerleading goes and in life?
1: Yes, for sure. Um, Like just learning from her and like numerous other coaches around, like being around the industry for so long, I felt like learning from them helped me to get where I am today, where I can give back to other people. And at the end of the day, I feel like everybody has their, you know, their purpose in life. And, you know, God gives everybody a purpose. And I feel like mine was just to, hey, take everything you learn and give it back to these kids. And like you said earlier, you know, when I post on my social media, I'm not just, I'm not posting for myself. I'm, I want to give those kids. I always try to tag the kids and say, watch out for this kid. She's amazing. She's nonstop. This is her first time or whatever it may be. But I want those kids to, you know, know that we're here for them and we want them to shine bright and just kind of give back, you know, like, I love that doing it about it. You know, I can do it every day and do it for free. <laughs> Cause it doesn't feel like work honestly. It's just, Nice. right it's what
0: you love yeah um we're gonna talk about lily in a little bit but i know you've worked with her <laughs> and that's why i had her on the podcast because i think she's just so amazing uh at a such such young age but mm. i have another page i i shoot photo and video um and i when i post all these videos with all these kids and doing their stumbling the tumbling and stunting my purpose is for them to see how great they are like sometimes you feel down and you feel like oh i'm not you know I wish I could do better. And so when I post these little videos, like I want them to see, wow, look at me go. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. That's like, that's my fulfillment. And this podcast is my purpose to be able to reach out to more athletes and, and you know, and do what you're doing right now. Ch- talking to me about your situations, your life experience and how they can be great. Just like you, you know what I mean? Awesome. So I want to, I want to ask you, um, what separates a Barto cheer from everyone else?
1: Um, man, that's a tough one, but uh, I would answer that one the best I can. Um, I think just the kids, the work ethic, and the community support. Man, these um, the community is unbelievable. Man, they uh, you know, we're one town, one team, and so we really mean that. From the moment you pull into Barto, we have on the water tower. It's you know, home of the champions, and we mean that like champion mentality no matter what in the classroom, you know, in the community showing up and doing things. So um, I just think that mindset and then, you know, the kids work, you know, they're at open gym on Sunday, they're practicing during, you know, school on Monday, Tuesday, they're tumbling Wednesday, you know, they kind of have a day off, but some of them still go out and get it, do homework and get caught up Uh, Thursday, ready to practice again, Friday, game days, and then Saturday and you're catching up again. Some stay, you know, may go stunt, but, it's just that um, the mentality of a man, they just, you know, they always want to be better than the next and how can we improve from what we did in previous years or how can we be better? You know, every day is not just this year, but, you know, so I think the mentality, you know, the community and just the nonstop grind for sure. <laughs> wow.
0: I like that. The mentality. That's what stops most of us from doing anything is our mentality, you know? Yeah. It doesn't even need to be physical, but mentality is important. You're right. Quick question for you. How has Bartow High School Cheer helped you throughout the rest of your cheerleading career? And what is one thing that you have taken from being an athlete there at Bartow um, that you apply to your current life and pass to your cheerleaders that you have coached now?
1: Um, it's one thing that I've learned from Bartow and that's so many, I got to dumb it down to just one. Uh, I'll try go to keep for it... them. uh yeah. Um, I think like I'm going to go back to coach Shalop. She always wants us to be the best at, you know, not just cheer. Like I always say, um, you know, she wants us to grow up to be great employers or employees. So, um, taking that and applying it all the way through college, you know, as I'm going to school and as I'm cheering, just, not being a great cheerleader. It was never about me being the best cheerleader. It was about being the best person, um, the best version of myself, to be honest. And that's what she wants from all of us. And I just took that. And I feel like we all take that from them. We run with it. And, you know, great things happen when you do stuff like that. You just try to be the best you can be in every aspect in life. So, for sure. I think that's the greatest thing she's taught us, you know, at Barto is be all you can be no matter what.
0: And you pass that along to other athletes?
1: Yeah, I tell them, you know, um, nothing, nobody's perfect, you know, you're going to fall down sometimes, you know, but you get right back up and you keep moving forward, you know, nobody's perfect at the end of the day, you know.
0: Exactly. <laughs> get up and, yeah, it's true. Oh, great advice, man. Um, So with, once you got to uni- the University of uh Georgia, what was your next move after, did you, did you? Did you say, I'm going to make cheerleading my career after that? Or, you know, how did you end up being 13 years? What what was the biggest <laughs> motivator for you to continue um, cheering?
1: So um, this, uh, when I got to the University of West Georgia, uh, Coach Brian and Nicole, they were like mom and dad to me. They, you know, they kept it real with me from day one. They were just, you know, always, you know, stay in school, do this. You know, you're going to be great if you just keep doing this. So. You know, I always took their advice and um they were another part of you know helping you know the next step of molding me into who I am today. Um so yeah, I give a lot of credit to them to you know helping me stay involved and like you know kind of putting that bug in my ear, like, hey, you can go far with this if you do A, B, and C, you know, yeah, um, being there from what was it, 2017 to 2019, we ended up winning three uh, national championships, you know, back to back to back. And that was a nice. good sign as well. Like, hey, okay, we can win in this. That know. feels good. Yeah, it felt good. And then they start showing me other things, you know, to do after you weren't, you know, an athlete anymore, you know, coaching and going to work with teams and doing this, giving back. You know, they were a big reason I actually, you know, came back to Bartow too. So
0: Oh, nice. Did you ever think that cheerleading would be a career for you after after college, after university?
1: Um, not at first, no. <laughs> I was just like, I'm gonna cheer, I'm gonna get my degree in. You know, do something. Apply your degree.
0: Do something with the degree. degree In some degree, (laughs) (laughs) never think about it as being a career, but it actually can be. Yeah,
1: and you know, it was one of those things too. I felt like when uh, going into my senior year, right before I graduated, I felt like um, I was torn between staying in Georgia and you know going home. But you know, when God says move, you got to move, and (laughs) He says, (laughs) "Oh, and you know, He put it on my heart," and so here we are right now, you know, to this day, and I think he, you know, he always knows what he's doing, puts you in the right situations at the right time, and not always pretty, but, you know, at the end of the day, it's worth it for sure.
0: <laughs> that's true, man, that, 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 that gives me goosebumps, because here you say, that's not always pretty, I mean, I agree, it's not always pretty, but, you know, there's, you're put there for a reason, you know, you're gonna make, you're gonna, I think you're gonna, well, I'm sure you are already, you're gonna change somebody's life, just like that coach Barto changed yours, so yeah, that's awesome. That the goal. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And so, so getting at, coming from Georgia to Barto, you like, did they have a spot for you right away? Barto, you said, "Hey, coach, I'm coming back."
1: Yeah, she actually um, called and was like, um "Hey, you know, she was reaching out to alumni and was like." Hey, you know, we're going to be opening up some spots. You know, who wants to come back? And I was like, man, that's that was it. That's that was opportunity. All right, we can go back home. And so, you know, of course, I'm like, yes, I'll do it. You no, know, wasn't really worried about work at the time. I just like jumped in, yes, I'll do it. Um, I don't, you know, care what I have to do. Just I want to be back. I want to get back in any way I can. So, nice. yeah.
0: did you have a, did you have your son at that time? Yes. Well, you were going, uh, and that was
1: another reason. That was a big part of me wanting to move home. Was like, okay, I'm getting to be closer to my son and spend some more time with him. So that was another big reason too.
0: How uh, did you manage all that? You know what yeah, I mean? Because having a yeah, kid, just so one is enough. Yeah, Can yeah. yeah. Was that
1: um, during my time when I was away in school, um, his mom, my grandma, my you know family, we all you know they just did their part while I was going to school to help you know raise him. Nice. And I got back home and even now I'm still learning as I continue to mature and grow about you know how to be a dad and what you know to do but I didn't have that growing up so I'm just still learning like as I roll I'm like all right you know like I said earlier you're not perfect so it's just still going to be learning things and um but I love having my son around you know he's in sports all you know right now great kid love him to death um, I wish he was here right now, but he's in school. So it's <laughs> yeah, awesome. My little mini me for sure. <laughs>
0: <laughs> is your son, your son is not in cheer right now.
1: What is, no, what sports he does is, he play? <laughs> he is uh, basketball, football, and baseball right now. But I will say he has been to some open gyms, tumbled a little bit, and he's actually thrown a couple like toss hands before. And he's actually like, he's enjoyed it. So I'm like, I'm going to let him, you know. If he wants to, that's fine. I'm not going to force it on him. And you know, I want it to happen naturally if he does want to cheer. But, um, you know, he'll flip around and stuff sometimes, you know, just kind of show off a little bit.
0: <laughs> it's funny to to hear that your son is playing basketball and playing football. That's exactly how
1: you started, playing basketball and football. Everybody keeps telling me. He's like he's going <laughs> to cheer. Let me end up cheering. I'm like, oh. and Again, another job before he starts doing that. <laughs> <laughs> well he's got a good coach all right like i'm i'm one of those two that as i grow i'm like do i want to be the you know the one that's coaching him or do i want to want somebody else to do it because you know sometimes how it can be when you're coaching your own kid you don't know what you're talking about you know how it can be sometimes i'm just
0: yeah how old is he right now
1: he's eight eight years old oh, yeah, he oh. Years old, so.
0: oh he's getting to that stage where he's like I know what I'm doing, kind of. You know, like I got this. You know, okay. it's tough to separate that parent coach,
1: coach thing. You know, that's
0: mentality.
1: That's the thing I'm battling right now. I'm like wanting to step in, like even with basketball stuff. I'm like, hey, he'll listen with a lot of that stuff, that with the sports. He does listen. Like we play he one does? on one. Yeah,
0: <laughs> he gets mad when you beat him
1: <laughs> for sure. <laughs>
0: Um, let me ask you this. So you come to Bartow and now you're, you're coaching, uh, yeah. these athletes, what has changed from when you were athlete at Bartow and now, or things are kind of like still the same, still the same mentality and everything, or have you seen a change yeah, in the yeah. athletes and kids?
1: Uh, the kids. Yeah. The mentality, like I said earlier, they always want to like, you know, look back on the teams that did it before. and like, Oh, I want to be better than this team, or, you know, 2016 was, like, everybody's favorite year, Bartow, because we had the Michael Jackson theme music, and that was, like, the best tumble, stunt year, like, uh, Keyshawn, uh, Bryce, and all those guys, like, Keyshawn oh. that shit at, uh Weaver, and Moorhead, like, he was part of that, and all those big guys, so everybody's always, like, trying to be better than that team, so the mentality definitely hasn't changed, just the rules with high school, and, you know, we can do harder, more, like, college style skills, so they want to be able to do that stuff, so with ah. this year, I think when everybody sees it, they're going to be. It's very much a college style routine as much as possible.
0: Wow! I heard that you guys Barto is known for their stunting and tumbling. Very much known for that. Um, who, what makes their stunting and tumbling so special?
1: Um, just you know, all the work they put in. You know, starts um right after we get out of nationals. Those kids are one back on days. the grind. They're back in there working on. You know, their basics again, toss extensions, working on getting good grips, toss platform and trying to do things with great grips and then moving on to those harder skills, you know, no steps, no presses. And then, you know, we kind of send them out, send them like a we'll send them a skills challenge like, hey, let's see this many stunts in a row with a tumbling pass, stick and stand type of thing. So, you know, those kids are they're ready to go by the time we get choreography and actually put the skills in, they're ready to go.
0: And uh, just to be able to do all that, I'm sure your practices are tough. To be able to be at that level and to win nationals, how many times and states?
1: Uh, for those that
0: for those that don't
1: know, go ahead. <laughs> I believe we're at eleven state right now, and I want to say six nationals.
0: Wow, that's huge! And those are like back to back to back, right? Some of those?
1: Uh, the states, yeah, um, yeah. I want to say states of um, back to back to back. I know one year, I think 2019 was the year we um, lost states, but ever since then it's been <laughs> Wow uh, yeah. that says a lot, dude that yeah, says back a to, lot. yeah back-to-back nationals trying to get a three peak this year, hopefully. hopefully yeah, it's never been done a lot It's never been done in large court in high school, so that's our goal this year for sure.
0: Let me ask you this. what is something you tell your athletes that helps them get through hard times?
1: Oh, that's a good one. Um, let me sit up a little bit. Um, yeah, I always say, you know, tough times never last, but tough people do. So yes, you're going through a tough time, and yes, it's rough right now, but everything is temporary. You know, that hurt that feel does not last forever. It may be a day, maybe a month, a year, but eventually, you know something will take its place. so you got to be willing to you know go through and grow through what you're going through. So that's something that I think the kids. You know, they resonate with. and I love like i'm a I'm a coach for my athletes always. I love them. I always, you know, want to check up on them and everybody at Barto, all of our coaches that we, hey, how you doing today? Good morning, And you know, just checking on them, seeing how they're doing. So. um,
0: I think I asked you this already, but besides the coach for Barto, what mm-hmm. coaches or teachers or other people have been great influences in
1: your life, and why? Or how? Um, yeah, I'm going to go back through the list. So Lori Jolliffe to start with. Uh, I'm going to go with LeBron Kent, who was my coach at the community college. And then going to West Georgia, Brian and Nicole. And then I never, I didn't mention this, but when I was working at Brandon, uh, Jocelyn, Coach Shea, um, people like that, they've been awesome. They, Those people right there, I give a lot of, you know, a lot of credit to my success and how I'm able to con- continue to grow because those are people that I can you know, call or text at any point and say hey i need help with this or what would you do in this situation they're always like right there because it's just they've been doing it for so long and you know if they don't have an answer then they'll give me one eventually we'll <laughs> it out so it's those people are awesome man i just give a lot of credit to them for sure and you
0: said you coached for brandon all-stars too right and Yes. and you were an athlete right yep, what I team what team what team um
1: 2021 i was coaching there and then coaching barter at the same time and teaching so it was like full i was going all day <laughs> coaching wow. the classes um i was on legacy it was a level six non-tombling team uh we ended up winning worlds that year actually us and Brandon senior black uh but man that year was whew, that 2021 year right after covid having to compete in the mask was oh it was tough but man we you know and that was another moment where I was like, "Man, if we can go through this, and I can coach and teach, and you know, do all of this, and you know, you can get through anything." That was a,
0: and the son. Let's not forget that, you know, yeah. and having a son—that's tough, man. Coach, teach, wow, man, and yeah, after COVID, that was tough wearing a mask and everything. Yeah. And you won worlds with uh, Legacy or with uh, yes. Brandon also true. Black. Black, no uh, uh,
1: so uh it was the same year so legacy was the non-tumbling team that i was on and okay. then ESB is like the big team at brandon so that's like the right really the small co-ed team they're really good so yeah yeah
0: they're amazing i've, I've watched them oh man they're amazing you coached them
1: no i was not i was not coaching um i was just on legacy but i was coaching other teams at the gym and doing classes oh so.
0: but why did you why did you mention uh bsb black uh, uh what did you mention oh. them
1: Oh, I did kind of help the boys stun a little bit, but they were just amazing. You know, I didn't want to leave, say, legacy and not say BSB because that, yeah. that was just a great year for the gym and all around for sure. Wow.
0: So you left You left Brandon All Stars or you still uh, have some kind of relationship there coaching or?
1: Um, yeah, I'm no longer coaching there, but I still, you know, talk to Shay, Shay Crawford that works there a lot. And I have some friends that work there too that I, um, talk to i even kind of stunt with some of the kids that still go there actually like uh oh, I just that's cool of those in the front yard um little girl brooklyn <laughs> so, <laughs> oh i, I think i've seen her have, on your instagram yeah i still kind of stunt around with some of the kids too when i can so love those cool kids. <clears throat>
0: um tell me something tell me about hybrid cheer how did you get into stunting with those guys at hybrid how how did that happen how did you did you uh, work
1: there or would you yeah, just yeah, went I to did. stunt yeah, I um, worked there um, in 2021, actually, right after I um, left Brandon, and it was right after Nationals, um, I did a clinic with Bondi for the first time, and um, Brandon All-Stars, Jacksonville, um, ended up doing the cl- clinic, and ended up kind of liking, liking the structure of it, and so, you know, I reached out, and we started talking, and, you know, before I know, I'm moving to Jacksonville, <laughs> and I'm working there full-time,
0: <laughs> so wow. I took the deal off
1: from um, coaching Bartow, to go do that, to help uh, with hybrid. And that was great. Uh, working for hybrid was the great year and a half that I worked there. It was awesome. You know, it was basically a stunning facility, uh, training facility, sorry. Um, you know, coaching athletes, tumble, stunt, dancing. and, you know, getting those kids ready for the next level, you know, reaching out to colleges for them and um, helping them figure out their next steps and cheer. But yeah, that was that- awesome.
0: Oh, cool! So they they're not a cheer gym; they're just stunt, uh, tumbling all training.
1: Yeah, so nice. they have uh, it's two locations now. It's um, Jacksonville and Lakeland, which is where I like kind of live too. So it's two locations now, and it's awesome. <laughs> nice. Great.
0: What can you say? Is something you learned from them from uh, working there?
1: Um, learning there is just um, or working there. Sorry. Just taught me you know being more um put together with things and having structure and everything because everything's so structured and we know what we're doing like the class runs smooth or you know just basically the structure of it was nice and you know the um the details of everything everything's so detailed you know from the stunt classes to the tumble classes to what we do when we travel what we did when we traveled it was all detailed and ran very well i learned oh that. you guys traveled too Mm-hmm. We traveled in New York, Texas, they, we went to Utah, Georgia, uh, Tennessee a lot. Um, I think they just went to Canada. We went to California, myself and Dan. Uh, but it was fun. It was a great time. Um, and I ended up leaving just on my own just because I had to, you know, my son again. You know, I was like, I couldn't be doing this again, you know, away from my son. So I had to step away but, from it and do my own thing. <laughs> traveling was, too much. Yeah love them so awesome you ever get a chance to check it out do it awesome people
0: i want to try to go check it out even like go shoot maybe if they will allow me go shoot some footage and stuff you know because i do some video work and that would be cool man those guys are amazing i see you stunting with them on online and dude that's incredible they've grown so much from like you see their online presence is huge now yeah especially with uh with uh dan or gage Dan yeah, Gage.
1: Gage. is actually a Bartow alumni too. It's awesome. Great stunner. Um, Bondi, uh, Mitt, that's from UCF. All awesome people. Great people.
0: <laughs> okay. So Ronnie, uh, talking about hybrid cheer now, right? Um, I want to ask you a question about this one athlete. I I really hold it true to my heart, this athlete, and you know who it is. Oh, yeah. <laughs> L- Lily. Like Lily, Lily, wait, I don't want to mess up her last name. Lily. Hold on. I was but, practicing it just a little uh, while ago. Lily Lawler. Lawler. Thank you. Lily Lawler. I always say Lolar, and it's not Lolar. <laughs> it's Lawler. And I was a- practicing it. Yeah. So, Lily Lawler, um, how did you guys meet? How did you end up stunting with her? Did you, like, do privates with her or something?
1: Yeah, she um actually ended up her, coming to hybrid a, a lot. She still comes there, but her mom was um bringing it down from Alabama and when that girl's in the gym, let me just say, I'm sure she's probably told you that girl, when she gets in the gym, she is there for a good four to six hours. Just like she doesn't like breaks. I don't know if she told you, this, but that girl can go. Like she is like, go, 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 go. So she'll, no way. She'll she will was hybrid. She was stunned with everybody in the building that's possible when she came to hybrid. So she would start. She'd go to Bondi for an hour or two. And myself and Matt and Dan, Gage, okay, Down the line. that girl was just she's she's the type that didn't like a lot of breaks she was just go 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 and they did everything with a smile if you asked her to do something she's like yeah sure teach it to her she's that girl is phenomenal great great kid to work with her mom's awesome they're really sweet people like no bad things to say about them at all that girl can work that girl's got a great work ethic for sure
0: what you just said her work ethic is absolutely amazing yeah. and now that you are confirming that to me because you've worked with her personally saying that she works 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 for four hours that is just that just yeah, proves she it was, right she
1: was, there Go like she get a little snack and she's she's going like sometimes we would be in the gym like at first when she first started coming we would look at each other like man this girl's gonna be good like bonding and it's like We'd be able to like sweat and like, hoof need a break. She's just still like very like energetic Let's go for the next thing. Like, yeah, she's um she's awesome. Really, like I said, she's a super sweet, kid. So awesome. Wow. What? See her. what she's over.
0: <laughs> yeah. Oh man. <laughs> I can just imagine having somebody like that. Um what do you do you think? what makes her so great? Like, do you think it's because she's coachable because she, one of them is her work ethic, her discipline. What, what makes her so good at at such 11, you know, most 11 year olds,
1: they, they do an hour and they're like, okay,
0: I want to go home.
1: Right. You know what I mean? She's her, her willingness, like you said, you you hit it right there. Her willingness to get better, her coachability, like she's, Always, hey, what can I do better? Or, you know, she's like, okay, you tell her something and it's like an immediate fix. And the very next time it's like, hit. Yeah. And like, once she makes a correction, it's there. You know, she's the type, you don't have to tell her too many times. She's very coachable, like I said. And it's just, just hunger, just the kid is, I've never seen so much in an 11 year old, like so much hunger to like get better. It's it's awesome to see.
0: What, what do you think is one thing that um, an athlete her age Or younger i I mean mean, even older can learn from her
1: um i think just going back to what she's already doing just her um discipline basically at such a young age because that's something that i feel like it's hard to teach with the younger ones especially these days like everybody wants to just be on social media be on their phones doing whatever it is but I think that a lot of people can take from her is like getting into the gym and, you know, being focused on your goals and what you want to do. Um, I think a lot of kids her age can take that from her. And then I think you're actually starting to see it. I don't know if you know, but like they just had the future flyer face off in uh, Texas. And then it was awesome. Like I watched the live stream and like watching these young kids. I'm like, yes, I love to see these kids are active. They're, you know, getting out there at such a young age, you know, so it's very easy to, I think, you know, for the kids to be distracted by little things, but I think to take from her is just her willingness to get better, to crying, and then putting in the time because it does pay off, believe it or not, for sure. It's like she really? said, you're not going to get better, you know, sitting around, you know, you got to get up and go get it. Even when she's doing privates, like, pretty sure mom makes all the posts, but she's, when she's there and she's in the gym, it's, it's go, she's focused, you got a full attention, you know, it's going to be fun, but. She's going to be there. She's working for the four, however, she's like, I tell you, man, you got to see this girl. Four hours? She can, yeah, she's multiple times that I've got the opportunity to work with her. She was in the gym for a good four to six hours. She'd take a break, like maybe like a 30, maybe an hour, but she's right back. Total in like four to six hours. It's awesome. You're not
0: exaggerating.
1: No. Wow. No, She goes.
0: See, I could tell that about her. That's why I had her on the podcast. I mean, and I'm sure you're going to see her again. But I just wanted to ask you a little bit about her because you worked with her, and as a coach, I wanted to see your perspective as a coach. You know what you saw in her, and uh, that's cool.
1: All the stuff you see on Instagram and all her her videos, it's not like a she's hitting that stunt one time. She's hit it multiple times, and now she's just making it look cleaner and taking it easy. taking it to opposite hands or, you know, doing something, she's, like I said, when that girl gets older, she's going to be a force. I can't wait. And I, think, uh, yeah. and I think she gets a lot of it from her mom too. Her mom's the same way. She's very like focused. She doesn't allow her to get distracted by much. So she's tunnel vision for sure.
0: <laughs> nice. That's good, man. All right. So I have a question for you. How do you, how do you promote positive, positive energy with your team? through both positive and negative situations?
1: Um, Just trying to, um, you know, keep it, you know, be real with the athletes. I think, you know, you just got to be real about, you know, all the situations, you know, not everything, like I said earlier, um, not everything is perfect, but you got to prepare these kids, I think, for the real world and, you know, get them, you know, not so much like being too hard on them, but in not necessarily like babying the athletes, you know, you just kind of, pick your situations, you know, when to be, you know, okay, I need to be this coach as opposed to good cop, bad cop kind of thing. So um, I, always, right. you know, I try to keep it positive, you know, try to, you know, look at, put myself in their shoes and just say, Hey, have you looked at this? Or have them look at it from a different perspective. And a lot of the times it's it tends to work out, you know, but then there's other times where you have to, you know, <laughs> kind of take a step back and give it a few days and then come back to the situation. So.
0: <laughs> also prepare them. Not just to win, but to lose and be a good
1: Perfect. Perfect. Every, every situation, yeah. You know, if this happens and, hey, we're going to be chin up, you know, go out there and congratulate whoever and, you know, for the next person, you know, not every, not everything you do, you're going to be, you know, win at, okay? It's lessons, okay? I, I don't believe in people ever losing or, you know, you never lose you're either like winning something or you're learning from it, okay? So I don't think you ever lose at anything. You win or you learn it. And even that's when true. even did learn, you know. So nice. no lava, just, learn. just lessons. <laughs> I might I might use that later on. I might use fine, that. Man. I, love I it. like that's that. It's just something that I've, you know, again, that I've been taught and it just it's starting to click more, you know. Oh, I lost. No, you didn't, man. You you learned from that situation.
0: Nice. I like that and more positive instead of losing see it as a learning experience i love that dude i love that I always that. To
1: that too. Like, hey what did you just what did you learn from that you tell me i'm like see you didn't lose anything you know it might have hurt here but you you just told me what you learned from it so now we know how to just do it if it happens again you know if the situation comes back around so love that i love that man thank you that's awesome
0: let me ask you this what qualities make a good cheer coach
1: um, I think them being good leaders, uh, you know, a good – yeah, a good cheer coach is a, to me is a good leader, um, someone who's leading by example, uh, someone who's definitely practicing what they're preaching, um, and somebody who's there for the kids who, you know, no matter what, you know, um, through not just, you know, in cheer but, you know, outside of cheer, those coaches that reach out to make sure you're doing right and make sure your grades are, you know – up to par and, you know, just making sure, you know, your life is together. I think those are great qualities to have in a coach, not just a coach, but just like more of like a, another parent, basically, to be honest, you know, making sure you're doing the right things. So.
0: I like that. I like when you say, make sure you reach out. Even when you're not at practice. I love that, man. Because sometimes I, I, I know athletes, I mean, when I used to play basketball, you know, you go through stuff that's outside related not cheer-related, not gym-related, outside of cheer, that you don't know what's going on, and they're bringing in the gym. And when they come in, you see them, like, all upset. You know what I mean? It's good to reach out. You do that? You really reach out to them when they're not yeah, say, hey. uh,
1: and That's another thing that I got from, from Coach, from Coach Charlotte. She's always checking on everybody. If it's current athlete, past athlete that she's had 10, 15 years ago, she's going to reach out and, hey, how's it going? Even if it's just Even if it's just that, hey, how's it going? That um, means a lot. Yeah, it means a lot, and you know, I feel like we lose that a lot of the times—that communication and just just checking up on each other, man. It's a, I think it's a good thing in the cheer cheer world and in life. So,
0: yeah, you know, I was talking to Jaquez. I'm sure you know Jaquez. Jaquez yeah, Yeah. So I was talking to him, and one thing is that he goes to like events and goes and high fives like elementary kids and stuff like that. And I was telling him how much a high five can mean to somebody. You know yeah. what I mean, and just what you said is that that phone call, that text, that hey, how you doing today? Just checking up on you. You know that could mean that means so much to somebody if he's like, man, you're thinking about me. You know what I mean?
1: So yeah, I feel like if you if somebody ever crosses your mind or something, why not you know call them, check up on them? Like you said, like we said, you know, you never know what somebody's going through, man. that that text or that call might have did something for them that you don't even know about. So it's always good to reach out, man and check up on your people for sure
0: (laughs) what um what has been one of your biggest challenges as a coach and as an athlete
1: uh I think the biggest challenge at first was separating since I was so young and I still am it was like how do I be the coach without being like the friend because I feel like as a younger coach it's hard like you want to be you know resonate because I am younger and the kids are closer to my age so a lot of the time I'm like you know, laughing and talking with him. But I'm like, oh, I didn't step back. I am the coach. So, you know, I need to be seen in the coach's role. So I think that was the biggest thing for me is separating myself from, you know, I'm no longer, you know, that athlete. I had to be coach right here. So that was the biggest thing for me, for sure, separating myself. So,
0: And uh, what has been one of your biggest accomplishments as a coach and as an athlete?
1: Um, biggest thing as an athlete was, of course, you know, Winning and learning and learning so much, not just the winning, but every time we won or every ring that I've won, there was a something, it meant something. No, it wasn't just, Oh, we won, but you know, it was a story for every season. No, we went through things, you know, we had troubles, we had stuff that we had to go through. So I'm saying like each one of my rings it you know, I keep them close by because it's just a reminder of what I've been through since 2012 and everything, everyone tells a story. Um, and as far as an athlete, man, I think the greatest thing was giving back to the kids, you know, seeing these kids go off when you're, you know, done with them or seeing these kids get a new skill or go to college and get something. It's like they, you know, warms your heart a little bit, a lot of it, actually, to see like, man, these kids, you know, they get it and you did your job. So I think that's the best thing when you can do stuff like that for the athletes and give back to them. Nice.
0: What is one important personality trait, or characteristic as a cheerleader that you must have to be a great one?
1: Ooh. Um, hmm, that's a tough one.
0: You can mention several, but tell me what's one of your top... What, what do you think Say is one of your top ones? Again. So, what is one important personality trait or characteristic a cheerleader must have to be a great cheerleader?
1: Um, I think um, a good cheerleader just... Leadership, it's in the name, cheerleader. Okay. I feel like you if you're a good leader, whether you're a vocal leader or just a lead by example, I think that's a good quality because a good leader can, you know, it'll everybody'll fall in line if somebody's leading well. So I think that's one of the best qualities you can have as a cheerleader is to be a leader, whether it's vocal or leading by example, you know, not just in the cheer room or in the practice room. I'm getting my assignments turned in on time in school, or you know, I'm going out in the community doing this. You know that kind of thing, so I think that's like a really good one for sure.
0: <laughs> how about let me ask you this? How about trust?
1: Trust, oh, trust is a good one for sure. You gotta have that. You know, if you don't trust the person next to you, or you don't trust your coaches or what's going on, then that's kind of like gonna mess with the foundation a little bit. If you don't have that trust, you know, it's like, you know, oh man, I, what are we doing? You know, I don't like this direction. You know, kind of shaky. So you kind of have yeah. to buy into to what you're doing. You know, be bought yeah. in.
0: Especially as a flyer, um, now oh, those flyers gotta
1: oh, yeah. got a lot, of, a lot of trust. If you're flying, for sure, you gotta trust it. You're gonna do your job, and your guys gonna do their job. Especially Coach Stunting, even in group Stunting too, for sure. Yeah,
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I bet. Um, what is a life lesson you can teach a cheer coach that is that an athlete can take and apply to it? uh to her to their life daily
1: um i think this right here may answer that um you're never too young to teach someone something and you're never too old to learn anything from anybody and i tell my kids that and i learn from my kids to this day as the coach i'm still learning from my athletes and they learn from us so i think that's a good one right there To you're never too young to teach and you're never too old to learn anything
0: nice i i love that that's cool okay one last thing to wrap this up my dude it was a pleasure one last thing so i've i i do not know if you've listened to the podcast before or watched it uh, at the end i i okay awesome thank you so much for the support and at the end i ask um you're the only one left here everything goes away as far as chilling goes and there's no information as far as cheerleading or life lessons that you, that anybody can see online or anywhere else, right? And you're the only one left with this athlete. And if there's three valuable lessons that you can pass on to this athlete
1: so they can be successful, what would they be? Um, I think um, number one, never stop learning, never stop growing. Number two, always be yourself through any and every situation. Stay true to yourself, um, and then. Number three life lesson: don't be afraid to ask questions because asking questions is gonna help you grow a lot faster. So those are my three things that I'm gonna to say to anybody. Um and yeah. <laughs>
0: awesome, man. <laughs> Thank you so much, Ronnie, for being on the podcast, man. It was a pleasure having you. Just so everybody knows here, I don't I don't know Ronnie from a hole in the world. We just talked a little bit, got a little bit of info, and then Here it is, Ronnie telling his story on the pod. Thanks so much, man.
1: Thank you, guys. Thank you so much for having me, man. And um, to anybody out there just watching this, man, I hope that you are finding your passion in whatever you are doing, whether it's cheer, your career, whatever it is, just find passion and do what you love and never step back from that. Okay? God has a plan for everybody and just stick to it, man, for sure.
0: (laughs) Thank you. Yes, Ronnie's a living proof of that, man. Coming full circle from high school, turning all the way back around and, you know, back to his roots, right?
1: So <laughs> uh,
0: again, it was a pleasure. Thank you for your time coming here to chat with me and tell your story and inspire kids along the way with your story. And uh, as a coach, as an athlete, it really means a lot to me. And I'm pretty sure uh, to the athlete cheerleader that's watching on the other end or listening. So Thanks a lot, man. Thank you. (laughs) All right, brother. Um, I appreciate you and I hope I see you again, man. Oh, yes, sir. You will, man, for sure. Can't wait. (laughs) I'll see you online. All right. All right, brother. Take care, man. Peace. Peace. (laughs) Peace.